classic story of rich dad, poor dad, combined with tragedy after tragedy, throw in some corporate chaos, and you have the birth of pure determination to trust that deeper knowing that I am destined for greatness. Join me on the roller coaster ride of our guest, Tracy Warrator, and how she went from bankruptcy to a seven-figure company. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Cardula, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking with Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I am so excited. You know, this guest just warned me to buckle in. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> buckle in, okay? I am delighted to be introducing Tracy Reuter. She's founder and CEO of this Divine Social, believes that entrepreneurs and businesses can change the world, and her mission is to support them along the way. She's passionate about helping those business owners build and grow their brands so that they can better focus on providing value to their customers and positively impacting the world. Welcome, Tracy, because I, I love the fact about impact. That is my word of the year is all about making impact, and so can't wait to dive in. So welcome, Tracy. Oh, thanks for having me, Terry. I'm excited to be here. Now, we were just talking earlier. She, you, you used to live in Florida, or used to live in Denver, Colorado, and she yep. jumped ship and has moved to Florida. So, wah wah, we lose yeah. being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, Colorado? We love, 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 love Colorado, and it's where you know I started Divine Social, and uh, it'll always be a special place for me. And it's just insane the journey that life continues to take us on. I never thought in a million years I'd live in Florida, and now I don't think. I think this is it. Like, I don't think we're ever going to yeah. leave. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So tell me, I'm always fascinated by the stories and how we get from point A to point B. And it's always kind of a, this unique route. And I feel like we, we can never really understand or know at the time that we're going to end up here. <laughs> so share with me how you, where you got, how you got to where you're at today like just in general business wise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's a, I won't get, I won't get too super detailed because I could, you know, write a book on this and I've actually been, people have said I should, but you know, I, I am, um, I'm a classic story of like the rich dad, poor dad. If you've ever read that book, yeah. um, you know, daughter of a, of a, a factory worker, my father abandoned our family when I was eight years old. And I basically like kind of kept things going while my mother was like, we're going to have a nervous breakdown. And I, I had this wow. rich uncle who kind of, um, I watched and I learned from, and he came from Greece with nothing but like the clothes on his back. And now he's this multimillionaire. And so I had these lessons as a really, really young girl that I was like, okay, there's more to life. Like mm. everybody in my hometown worked in a factory and I was like, I'm not doing it. You know, nobody yeah. had ever gone to college in my family. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. So you know, I knew early on, I, I really was destined for big things. You know, we even joke here in Florida, my husband and I, we drive by the multi-million dollar mansions and I'll point at them. And I'm like, you know, I was born to live in one of those. And he's like, I know you were. <laughs> you know, so, um, I love it. Well, that's like just seeding it, right? That's just like yeah. seeding and starting to create 
that reality. And we can, we can talk about that too, but I want to stay on to that, your story of like how you went from that to where you're at now. I am now. Yeah. So that's actually super important because if you yeah. fast forward, if you fast forward about, let's see, I, you know, he came, my uncle came into my life when, you know, I was, uh, I think two years old, he married into the family and, you know, I fast forward to me being 29. And at the time I was riding high, I was an area, uh, they, my title was director of sales, but it was kind of like an, an area vice president at AT&T, small little company. I ran the Midwest. I had all the sales reps um, in Chicago, like five, you know, Chicago was where my headquarters, my base yeah. was, but really stressful, high pressure job, loved every bit of it. And on my 29th birthday, my husband of uh, just shy of five years was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease at the age of 34. Wow. So I'm 29, he's 34. We were like, holy moly, what do we do with this? And you know, oh, it was a shock to your system. As you yeah. can imagine, like nobody wants to hear that, you know, your grandparents get that, you know, like not, not your not- young strapping, you know, ripped husband, you know, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, over time, over like the next several months, like I just, I was having, I was having a really difficult time. And then my, my uncle, his wife, who was like a mom to me, she, she died at 49 years old. And um, I ended up taking a leave of absence. And I remember thinking every day, like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I can't keep working 80 hours a week. My husband can't function. Yeah. Um, We had been having this really big, uh, scandal at AT AT&T. Like one of the people that worked for me had a like pornography ring on his work computer. Like, so I'm in the middle of trying to investigate my whole staff. And my husband's telling me every day, like, I have to stop working. I can't work anymore. And I was like, no, 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 no. You keep working. We'll be okay. And then one day he said like, look, this is it. This is my last day of work. I know you've been under stress, but I'm like, I'm officially going on disability tomorrow. And I sat on the floor Mm. in my kitchen and cried uncontrollably for four hours. And, uh, it was, it was just, Ugh. it was just awful. And so I kept yeah. thinking like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't work 80 hours a week. I can't do this. And I kept thinking about my uncle, like I'll open a restaurant. I'll do this. And I'm like, well, that's not going to solve it. You know, that's not going to solve it. So yeah, that ended up starting a really, really difficult journey of entrepreneurship. Cause I didn't know Jack about entrepreneurship. I was a right. corporate Most employee. don't. Yes. Yeah. It's like, a, I was <laughs> yeah, own like, journey. Have entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. So other than having somebody I watched, like I had, I had no idea what to do. So I actually went the route of network marketing. Cause I thought, well, that's going to be my answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was not my answer. And, okay. and I know it's an amazing industry, but it ended up basically like I made a bunch of bad decisions. We went, we went broke. Like I burned through all of our money. We went bankrupt. My husband had to have multiple brain surgeries and, uh, I just never, I just never gave up, never gave up. And mm-hmm. so I started learning digital marketing actually from someone I met through, network marketing. So that was a yeah. huge blessing and um, started running his business. This one guy's, you know, back end because I had such a sales background. Yeah. And from that, you know, one thing led to another, I started this podcast, started, you know, creating courses. And then from there, my agency was really born and we are a paid social advertising. We're not organic. We don't, you know, divine social is the name, but it's social advertising. So, yeah. um, you know, today here we are, you know, several years later, I mean, this all started back in you know, 2000 was when my husband got diagnosed originally. Now, you know, we've got, I've got a small team here in the U S around the country. We work with some really big brands and it's just absolutely, uh, totally changed my life. So yeah. it's been a, it's been a, it's been a rocky road. So I'm sure we can unpack some of that, but that's kind of how we yeah. got there. <laughs> so, so, so I, I just, so a couple things, one, you just know, you just know within your heart that you're supposed to be doing something bigger, right? Yes. And so what was that voice like? Because that's just like one blow after another blow after another blow. 
And it sounds like in this short amount of period of time of you adjusting and trying to figure this out, like what, what was that internal dialogue for you that says, no, I'm just, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to give up. Well, there were, there were a couple different voices. I'll be honest. Like one was a really negative voice. One was yeah. like a really like, I, I went through, a, I went through a couple periods of being like suicidal. Like I really, yeah. I used to have, I used to have, you know, imaginations of driving into traffic and, you know, you know, would that be the fat? Cause I'm a, I'm a coward, you know, like, I, I, you know, I <laughs> couldn't do some of the other things. And um, so that was one voice. And that actually stayed with me for a really long time that not, not the suicidal necessarily, but like the really fatalistic, like your life yeah. is over. I'll be honest. I, I've dealt with a lot of PTSD from the, the blows, you know, you live your life looking around the corner waiting for the, the shoe to drop yeah so that was one voice and the other voice was well sh- like I don't have a choice like I do not have a choice I, my husband can't support me like it is like it's that whole I think it's those corny posters that I used to like love when I was a sales manager at AT&T if it's to be it's up to me like all that Zig Ziglar <laughs> it, as yeah. corny as it is like that those tapes I used to consume those tapes like a crazy person when it was tapes, you know, yeah, yeah. and those were inside of me mm-hmm. at the same time that other voice was. And yeah. it, it was kind of like a toss up, you know, which was going to win that day. And, that, yeah. and they both were loud. So I think that's what kept me going. You know, it's like, I just, just don't have a choice. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're right. If you have those tapes and if you can, you can, and, and we all have that, like, right. Like a lot of the clients that I work with have those two tapes that are playing out. The one that's, you know, is tearing them down and the one that builds them up. And it, and it's almost like, you're right. Like, which one am I giving more power to? Which one am I, you know, allowing myself to get bought into that story? Because they're, they're it's a great story, right? Yeah. And I can, I can find myself spiraling out of control in either one of those. Right. And so, yes. and so the one that's like here to support you and say, yes, you can do it. Keep up in all the, you know, all the motivational stuff it does. It, if we can give it more power. Right. And from universal law says, you know, what we focus on, we bring about. Right. Yeah. So, and I think that's true for a lot of people. I think that's that internal dialogue. And when we learn to shut it off, you know, a lot of my clients, I'll, 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 I'll teach them how to shut that, that the second one off so that they can really hear the one that's meant to hear. And that's really, I feel like it's intuition. I feel like that's their, our, our knowingness, our deep knowingness that says, yes, this is, this is my path. Right. Yep. And when we can tap it and turn on to that, it's a game changer. And so there was something in you, there was some seed, there was <laughs> yeah. some thing that said, okay, I'm just going to keep putting one foot in front of the other and one step in front of the other. Yeah. And I think, you know, knowing when I was young that I was destined for more, like, I think that yeah. that helped too. And I won't lie, like therapy, like therapy was a big deal. I had, yeah. I had a, you know, I had a, in the midst of all of this, actually, when we had moved from Colorado, we had moved from Colorado, we'd moved from Chicago to Colorado. My husband had had uh, multiple brain surgeries and man, you do not know what you're capable of until you sit in the waiting room with the person you love more than anything in the whole wide world. And you know, their brain is wide. Like it was, that was like, that was one of those yeah. moments where I was like, okay, wow, you, you thought you were capable of a law, but you like, you know, no idea you, you did this, you know, you, you were able to do it. So because of that, he went from being able to not get in and out of a chair without help to functioning fully and skiing. So we, we left, wow. we left Illinois to go like live our lives and, and, and uh, God, my, I just lost this train of thought of where I was going with this, but 
good grief. Anyway, it, I mean, it's just, you know, I knew that there was, there was more and I never gave up on more. And, you know, when I got, to, when we got to Colorado, the stress, uh, things just continued to pile up on us. We were, we were, the business hadn't really started growing that much yet. And so my adrenals had crashed and I, my doctor looked at me and I'll never forget it. He said, if you don't get your stress under control, you're going to die. Yeah. Um, and one of my mentors would always say, as a business owner, you are, you are essentially a million dollar racehorse. And if you had a million dollar racehorse, would you beat it into the ground? Would you mm. starve it? Would you get it, you know, not rest? Like, would you treat it that way? And when the doctor told me that I went back to that saying, and I was like, oh my God, I have to learn for the very first time in my life, yeah. how to treat myself like a million dollar racehorse. And that was yeah. awful. Like, I'm going to be honest, like that was awful. It was difficult. And in like today, like looking back on it, it's like hard to believe that being good to myself was so hard. But in that therapy came about like yeah. all of these things that all those years that I was really like, I was putting all of that personal development. I was putting all of that good stuff into my brain. It was white knuckling. And I, I didn't have the skill set to shut that other voice up. And it was through yeah. therapy that really made a, a, all the difference. And everything, like everything yeah. in my life, including our company, like my company grew in direct proportion to how much inner yeah, healing when, I started getting. Exactly. 1000% <laughs> is amazing. And I just had this conversation earlier today and it's like that. If we are not taking care of that emotional stuff, it will come out. And this individual I was talking to, it is coming out in her physically in her body and she's having all these problems. I mean, three major problems with her, with her body. Right. And so if we're not taking care of that and it has a ripple effect into our business, we can, and it's amazing to watch. And a lot of times, you know, you know, watching, you know, folks that I work with, you know, coming in with this self-sabotaging. So they're constantly sabotaging their business. They're never getting past that certain level, whether that's a financial level, whether that's a client level, like whatever that is. And like, and, and it's just sabotage, sabotage, sabotage. Yeah. And then as soon as we clear that out and it's like, like their eyes open up and like, oh, oh, I was holding myself back. I was keeping myself from seeing this. I was not allowing myself to be heard and seen. And, and it's just, it's, it's a game changer. And you're right. It, it has a direct impact on our business, whether we succeed or fail. I truly believe it comes back to our mindset yeah. and how we're showing up with it. It's energy. It, it's, it's literally energy. It, it is. is energy. 1000% you know, whether we believe in it or not, it is it's still quantum <laughs> physics. It is quantum uh, physics. Still, yeah. You can, you can choose not to believe in it, but it doesn't make it less. It doesn't true. make it easier. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. make it any easier. Like, yeah. let's just, let's be real. Let's do this. So, you know, so I, I understand that therapy was a big piece for you. And, and in that process, you, I mean, I'm guessing that you got to, you know, and I, and I didn't share this with you before, but I, I'm, a, I'm a, as a therapist in my past life. So, oh, no way. Okay. Um, so I have 23 years of counseling experience and I've combined it with energy psychology and then applied the principles of quantum physics to help entrepreneurs. So I, I understand that realm very well. So what was that unpacking process for you that really, is there, was there a strategy, a tool, a nugget that was really, that stood out for you that, that really felt like this was something that, you know, that you could share with our audience to like help support them on their path if they're here. Yeah. I mean, well, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 
devout follower of Jesus. Like I really, I'm a very strong, you know, my faith is really strong. I don't label myself another term because I don't really like the connotations with it, but my faith has always been really, really important. So I started working with a a faith-based therapist and that was helpful. And ironically, we actually used some, um, there's a a modality called Splunkna and it's essentially energy. It's using energy psychology and some things like that. And so we did a lot of that work and that really started to help. It was almost like it was it was speeding up the process without having to rehash all of the junk. Exactly. Yeah. Who wants to do, you know, who wants to do that? And it's um, not necessary. It is not it necessary. It is not it necessary. Isn't. So yeah. we did, we did a lot of, we did a lot of that work. We did some, we did some other work that, you know, that some people would get a little uncomfortable with, but it was like basically uh, for lack of better terms, some deliverance stuff, like just some really dark energy that was attached to my life that we just, we broke off. Like we just got rid of it. Um, yeah. and, and that was like, oh my gosh, like in the beginning, I was like, what the hell am I doing? You know, in the beginning, it just felt a little weird. <laughs> but hey, if it works, there's a hundred million um, modalities out there. If it works, exactly, great. Exactly. Like- it just is helping me get to the next level. Right. So. Yeah. And I was so desperate at that point because I had already started making some progress and I was like, I just want to be free. Like, I just want to be, I want to walk in who I was created to be. I want to be fully the best version yes. of myself. Like I'm just so desperate for that. So, you know, um, at first it seemed a little bit weird and then it, it didn't really seem like it did a whole lot. And then all of a sudden it was like, it was like quantum leaps of changes. And I was like, holy yeah. moly. So, so that, that helped, that helped tremendously. And, and I know there's so many different ways that you can literally break off those negative energies, you know, that you can do those things. And I just happened to make mine focused on my, you know, uh, founded and and solidified in my faith because that mattered to me, you know? So, and that's, that really, literally, I I can't say enough about it because I saw, you know, I started to see the drastic changes in my business where I went from being a solopreneur to having a small staff and every, every, you know, leap I made and that emotional healing in that, you know, doing that inner work, my income changed. And I was like, shoot, I have been like white knuckling it for decades to try to get my income to grow. (laughs) And there's like, and and I think I, and I I so relate to you because even when I was growing up, I I was in that place of like that white knuckling, like this, the fear, the scarcity of everything. And as soon as I learned a new way, I was like, oh, I can breathe. I can, like, it doesn't have to be so hard. And if I choose to take off this day, I can still grow my business without being in the doing of it. Right. And so there is just an easier way to do things. And it's, and it's getting in a, I I talk about getting in alignment a lot about when we're in alignment, things will just start falling into place. And it's that, and it's in the alignment of our trusting and knowing our inner being like, you know what, I'm on this path. I don't know how or where or what that's going to look like, but I just trust and know that I'm just going to take that next right move towards it. Right. And And just trusting along the way that things will work out, that things will will fall into place. And if you can hold that belief above anything else, it does. Even like during this backdrop of what's going on right now, I'm like, okay, I just have to believe that this is happening for us and not to us. And I'm just like, that's my mantra. And I'm, I don't understand it. I don't get it. There's a whole bunch, but it's just, I'm just going to, I'm going to do me and I'm just going to keep moving forward. Right. I think what you said is so important. This is happening for me, not to me. I mean, that was a big shift for me. Like, and even it's taken my husband, I mean, he's had Parkinson's for 20 years now and it's taken him a long time before he could, he could see that because, you know, I can't even imagine what it's like to be him. I do. I I know better than anyone, but I can't imagine, but you know, realizing like kind of, Oh gosh, like 
our marriage wouldn't be as good as it is. Like all these things would not have happened. Oh, that just gave me chills. You know, I wouldn't have this business. I'd still be in corporate America. I might've been, you know, I might've fallen Hmm. in my father's footsteps, who was a chronic, you know, cheater. And I mean, I could have done, it could have been so different. So it's, it's, you know, being able, one thing I didn't even think to mention, but you spurred it is uh, journaling has been such a powerful thing for me. And I, for me, it's a dialogue. Like it's a dialogue yeah. between me and my creator. Like I'm always talking about things and then reflecting back on like, oh, wow. Like I survived that. I didn't die. Like what yeah. did I learned this lesson, this, you know, and really working hard it, to me, journaling is like, it's like going to the gym. It's like eating healthy. Like the more yeah. I do it, the more I can work out my crazy emotions that come in and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm gonna. Uh, for me, the biggest thing has been around money because, you know, we grew up really poor with my, you know, my father le- leaving and, you know, there's all these different things. And then my husband and I, I was on a great trajectory for with AT&T and then all that happened. And then we went bankrupt. So it's always been around money. And I stop and go, okay, I never died in any of that. I never was homeless because there've been people that have had, you know, that I could have been, oh, we could yeah. have been homeless. Yeah. So I, I always go back through and I'm like, okay, you didn't die. It's going to be okay. Like, and the journaling helps me process that out. And it's been, you know, been yeah. tremendous, a tremendous tool, plus all of the other inner work I've done. And you're right. Like that journaling is a, is a, is allows us to tap into it. And I always say pen to paper, right? Like when you need to process something, when you need to let go, something go, release it, whatever that might be. But the other thing that you kind of, you tapped on was, is, you know, writing down the evidence, the evidence yes. of things. And I'm a huge fan of, you know, writing down the evidence that things are, have turned out well, that things are, you know, the, the successes, if you will, because it's easy for us to get trapped in the spiral of not enough Oh, 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 woe's me versus looking at and truly saying, wait, you know what? That was a success. That was huge. That was, you know, that was phenomenal. And in keeping that in a separate journal, I advise people to keep it in a separate journal so that it's accessible. And when you're in that moment of like questioning, am I going to be spiraling down? I can go back and say, you know what? Let me look at this. And oftentimes it just helps shift that vibration and it helps shift us into that better feeling thought and a better feeling mode and or emotion. And by doing so, it can really shift so that we may not necessarily have to go down that whole spiral and, you know, crash and burn at the end before we can see awarenesses that, you know, nope, I'm on the right path. Let's keep moving forward. So it's a big deal. I mean, and it's an ancient principle. Like it's not a new thing, you know, like it's, it's for my, you know, going back and doing that is, it is really, really powerful. And that's been a, that's been really helpful. You know, if it, we've had like, you know, I've been very fortunate this year with this crazy year that we've all been going through. It's actually been a really good year for, for my company, which has been unexpected. And I've really used that to like tap into like looking back and being like, oh, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't always have to be bad. And yeah. Um, and, and when I have like a day where it feels like, oh God, something went sideways with a client. It's like, oh no, no, no. Like, you know, look, let's look at what we've come through already. It's going to be okay. And, and that's, it's just really, really helpful to be able to, to have that. And I mean, there's so many tools. I mean, I could probably talk for hours yeah. about the different things I do, but you know, and some of it is just pattern interrupt, right? Like, oh no, yeah. that's not true. Like who told you? Somebody said that once, like when you have these thoughts, like ask, who told you that? Who told yeah. you that? Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's Nobody. because it's a lot of times it's a story that has been created over the years and we don't even know why we're doing it, why we're saying it. And it's and sometimes it doesn't even belong to us. We are able to pick up on other people's thoughts and emotions. Oh, yes. And so oftentimes I will ask the question, you know, I close my eyes and I just ask, like, does this belong to me? If I get a yes, it's mine. Not maybe two percent of the time, it's mine. 90, yeah, especially for empaths. Yeah, oh Lord, that's 98% of the time it's not even mine. So I just say, you know, return to sender with consciousness. Done. Yeah. And we're moving on, right? That's awesome. so, 
I love it. Well, this has been an absolute delight. I know that you've been traveling and you are probably ready and, you know, ready to get some, maybe hopefully some food and sleep. Um, so thank you for taking some time and, and connecting with us today. So where is the best way that people can find more about you and connect with you? Yeah. So, I mean, you can always head over to my company site and go to divinesocial.com. And then I'm, I'm pretty much in all of the socials under my name. I will be honest. I don't, even though we, we do everything on social, I'm not personally in it all that much these days. My head's mostly focused on how do we, you know, I just watching how my uncle came from nothing to something and how that's changed my life. And the, you know, people around me, I spend majority of my time focused on our clients, but yeah. I mean, you could just follow me on any of them. Occasionally I will, uh, you know, I'll randomly pop something, but divinesocial.com and, uh, and then Tracy Reuter on all the socials, Tracy with an I. So awesome. And we'll put all that information into the show notes to take a look at that. And thank you, Tracy, for being here and giving, you know, sharing your nuggets and your story. And um, thank you for being a warrior, right? Thank you for being a warrior that that. gives permission to other people to be the warrior, just like you. So thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Terry. All right. I am so grateful that you joined me for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then there's just one thing that I would like you to do. Click to subscribe and leave me a rating and review. As my way to thank you, let's connect for a free consultation. Just reach out to me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com to book your time. Wow. It can be really easy to look at our lives and beat ourselves up for what is going wrong. But when we shift our paradigm, we can allow ourselves to shine our light on the brightest setting possible. Now, no matter where you are on your path, there is something more for you. And there is power in knowing to trust yourself and trust that you are destined for something greater. Join us as our next guest goes from trauma to tragedy to power and potency.